This is the Easy Living Yards Podcast. I'm Ben Hale, your host that loves a good read-aloud book. Let's jump in and learn how to have a healthy, beautiful yard with less work so you can enjoy more time doing what you love. What's up and welcome to episode 38 of the Easy Living Yards podcast. Today we are talking about spending more time together as a family. This is a very important topic to me and I hope it is to you too as well, uh, whatever family means to you. And I'm really excited to get into the meat of today's show. Before that, I want to talk about a few things. First, yes, I do love a good read-aloud book, uh, and my boys do too, so uh, they're always asking my wife and I to read books to them, which is really fun. Sometimes it's a little overboard because it's like one after the other after the other sometimes, which is crazy. But uh, yes, I do love a good read-aloud book with my kids. One of my favorites right now is is a book that our friends got for our oldest, and it's called How to Train a Train, and it's by uh, Jason Carter uh, Eaton is, uh, I believe, the author's name. I'll, I'll leave a link in the show notes so you guys should check definitely check out that book. Uh, it's awesome. It basically goes through, like, it's like a guidebook for how to catch and train your very own pet train. So it's, you know, like a metaphor for, like, catching your own dog and stuff in a way or, or kind of like that. And it's, it's just a fun book. So it's fun to read. The, the kids love it as well. Uh, very memorable. And so uh, definitely check it out. Some of my other favorite books uh, growing up, I was a huge fan of Dr. Seuss and still am. And so um, I always enjoyed uh, the different Dr. Seuss books, especially Fox and Socks was my favorite. And there was also some Richard Scarry books where they're just classics, you know, they're timeless in a way. And um, Cars and Trucks and Things That Go was definitely a favorite there. So if you haven't seen that book or if you're looking for some read aloud books, those are three suggestions I have. I have a link to um, How to Train a Train in the show notes. So check it out for sure. And um, have fun reading with your kids as well. Or you're, you know, if it's if you're looking for a book for um, a grandkid or a niece or a nephew or just that random kid, I guess that you're buying a present for, um, yeah, they're definitely fun books um, for boys and girls. So very fun. All right, uh, next thing is if you haven't checked it out already and you're considering. Uh, what help you need in your landscape? I'm running a consultation special right now, uh, so through the end of October 2018, so time is running out. If you're interested in consulting with me, head on over to ely.how/consulting and use the offer code Fall 2018. That's Fall 2018 in uh, the checkout, and you'll get 20% off consultation with me. This is a great time to be planning for what you can do in your landscape uh, starting next year. This is the best time for planning. So. So really, I want to help you diagnose what you can do to uh, move your landscape forward in whatever way you want to do. Maybe you want to save time on your maintenance activities or you want to develop a nice, beautiful front yard. Whatever it is, uh, reach on out to me. Let's work together and uh, let me help you with your landscape. Okay, so beyond that, um, I also want to talk about today's favorite plant, which uh, being a family-themed show, I, I couldn't uh, imagine any better plant to talk about than hen and chicks. So what is hen and chicks? Well, if you haven't heard of it, it's this awesome little succulent plant where basically it has like a mother plant, uh, the hen, I guess, and she slowly sends out these little 
uh, divisions or stole by uh, root stolons uh, to make uh, new little plants around it. So it's kind of fun because it's like this one big plant in the center, and all, all these little ones will over time pop out next to it, and they're the little chicks, I guess. And and you can propagate this plant by division um, by cutting off the chicks, and they become the new hen. So um, it's a fun little plant. Uh, it's also known as the house leek or hen witties, apparently, according to Wikipedia. So I might start calling them them hen witties instead of hen and chicks but um yeah so here's some details it's a succulent plant it it looks great in little pots and stuff it's great as a house plant or in your outdoor like rock garden or dry dry area um it, it works really well it's an incredibly hardy plant it prefers medium to dry soil, so if it's too moist, uh, the plant won't grow well actually um, and it also enjoys moderate to full sun. Um, this grows in USDA zones three to eight. So check it out. I have a link in the show notes uh, to every plant I talk about in every show. There's a link in the show notes to to learn more about the plant. And you, a lot of these plants are pretty widely available, so you can find them nearby. Hen and chicks. It's sold in um, uh, you know big big box stores and everything. Uh, I, I got my the reason I like this one too, and I I thought about it is is I got a division from my aunt and uncle who had them at their house, and so I thought it was so cool. She gave me this plant as a kid and I planted it outside after growing it indoors for a little bit. I planted it outside on just this kind of like abandoned sloped area next to our driveway and it grew there for years um, with a bunch of little um, it slowly spread over the years and and it did great. So it was on a sloped area. Uh, We had pretty heavy clay soil um, and it did well and uh, it was a sloped dry area uh, that did get a pretty good amount of sun. So just consider where you plant it for sure outdoors. But uh, it's a fun plant to grow and a fun family plant at the same time. Okay, so let's get into the main topic of our show, which is how to get more time for your family. And, and more specifically, how can you get more time for your family today? So what are things we can do right now to change our activities, to change our habits, to find more time, to spend it uh, where it matters most uh, with our family and doing meaningful things together as a family? So for today, I'm I'm not going to beat around the bush, actually. I'm going to be direct with you. I'm going to be straight with you and, and let you know that uh, really spending more time with your family is all about setting priorities and about focusing on what matters most. And so if you're struggling to find time with what's important, and, and I'm not being critical here. This is me included, actually. We struggle this daily on, on trying to spend time with what's most important to us as as parents. And but that's really what it comes down to is is making sure you continually day to day focus on what your priorities are and fit those in first and then the non-essential stuff or the non-important stuff uh you know fills into the cracks. Uh so when it comes to setting priorities, what matters most to you? And so I'm just going to run through some some thoughts here and I'm not being critical. This is actually just to help you reflect on on really what is important to you. Are these things when when you when you're getting buried in the ground and you're looking back or looking down whatever it is at yourself, your former life, um what time will be the most valuable to you? What's the most memorable to you? And what's your legacy? I've talked about this in other episodes. I know I'm going deep here already, right? But um, I actually didn't mean to. But, um, uh, you know, that's what's important, right? So set your priorities with what's important. Focus on what matters the most to you and what matters the most to you as a parent or as a grandparent or, or whatever it is. And, and spend that time there first, 
schedule that time in if you need to, and then fill in the rest with the, you know, the non-essential stuff, the stuff that's not going to matter by your last day. And so think about what about your work? What about TV? What about games? Uh, Whether this is games you play with your family, Um, also games that you're uh, sporting events, right? Um, And also sitting down and watching games. Those are all very different things and they have different levels of priority. I'm not criticizing any of them, but, but is sitting down and watching your favorite NFL game, is that really the priority? Or is sitting down and watching your kid's soccer game, is that the priority? Or, um, you know, spending time playing board games with your kids or going out in the backyard and playing football with your kids. Which one of those is your priority to you? Truly important. What about spending time with friends? How important is that to you? How does it measure based on spending time with your family? Or how does it measure basically spending or compared to spending time at work? So so here you see that there's potentially uh, positive or negative um, benefits to each of these. Um, so spending time with friends maybe is a, is a thing you do want to focus on or maybe it's something you want to dial back. This is individually important to each of us. Same with work. You know, most people view work as as something taking away from what's most important. But maybe your work is really in line with your values and it's totally different. It's flipped on its head. Maybe you want to spend more time uh, with work doing what's important to you. Or maybe you want to spend less time at work uh, because it's not what's um, most aligned with your values or or it doesn't uh, follow your priorities or what's most important to you. So, each of these things could be positive or negative, potentially. Uh, I don't know about TV. I mean, I have a hard time thinking about what, sitting down and watching television and how that could be, um, uh, you know, something that's worth remembering in your life. And so I don't mean to dog you too much. I sit and watch TV sometimes too, sometimes too much. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, Miami Vice has been on Hulu recently. And uh, for whatever reason, I love watching classic shows. And um, man, sometimes these episodes are horrible, but I end up watching them anyway. And uh, But sometimes it's awesome too, just seeing all the retro 80s stuff and uh, and Don Johnson driving around in a uh, uh, his his sporty cars. Anyway, all right. Well, um, back on topic. What about social obligations? What level of importance do social obligations have for you? And so this could be, you know, friends, parties, or whatever. It could also be uh, spending time at the PTA at your local church or um, uh, various other things, spending time uh, in local government. Are these important? Are they really aligned with your values or they're just something you committed to? And again, this could go either way based on your individual values and priorities in your life. Uh, what about um, other sports? I kind of already mentioned that. What about hobbies that you're involved with? So whether it's um, spending time outdoors or um, uh, crafting or um, you know woodworking, whatever it is, how important are those hobbies to you with your long-term life values and purpose? Um, likewise, how important are your kids in your life at, at whatever age they are? So um, maybe it's also not your kids, but what about maybe you're involved with certain social organizations and helping uh, children outside your family? How important is that to you? Um, so uh, just think about all these things and really set down what are your priorities that you want to spend um, as much of your extra valuable time in your own life and start thinking about that. So next, it's about making choices. So we make a choice on how we spend our time in our life. So when you think about your own time expenditure, how much of time have you chosen 
to use on things that are non-essential. So watching Netflix or Hulu or Miami Vice, uh, I did watch most of the A-Team as well when it was on um, Netflix, which was also awesome. Um, (laughs) uh, What about hobbies? What about staying late at work? What about um, spending maybe a little bit too much time with your outer circle of friends? So not your close, close friends, but just general social connections. Um, Is that really important to you? And maybe it is, and that's okay. Um, What about so-called networking at work? Uh, You know, quote, networking. So not actual work that you need to be doing, but maybe spending time kind of, you know, building an image or something with uh, coworkers or just building relationships. And, and this can be very important, but, but how does it align with your priorities and, and is it the right choice to make? That's what I'm asking here. Um, what about cleaning? Cleaning is important, but uh, maybe there's a limit to it, or maybe there's something you can do to reduce the amount of time it takes, right? Um, what about sports games? Again, various friends games or uh, games for your children or uh, watching professional games. You know, there's various levels of emphasis of of time that could be spent on each of these. And and is it aligned with your values? Um, What about uh, watching the news or following the news? Um, What about cooking? Okay, again, kind of need to eat, right? But maybe there's certain things that you could do to adjust the amount of time you take on it, the amount of effort you take on it based on whether or not it takes away time that you could spend on more valuable things. Or maybe it's something you could combine with more valuable things like involving your kids in your cooking, involving your spouse in your cooking, um, that sort of thing. Um, and then last uh, that I have on the list here is what about organizing? Again, organization can actually be a very big benefit as a time saver if you're able to stay on top of a good organization scheme. But it can also be a detriment from the standpoint of if you're overly organized to this point where it actually takes so much time to stay organized uh, that it takes away from your, your living, your life. And so um, just think about how that balances into your lifestyle and your life priorities. So next piece I have is just a a reality check here. We all have the same amount of time each day and each week. So we each have only 24 hours a day. So whether you're, you know, standing president of the United States or a world famous podcaster like myself, you all have the same amount of time, right? We all have 24 hours. So what we choose to do with each each hour of our 24 hours, each minute of our day, what we choose to do with that is our choice. And and it also aligns with what we uh, value in life. And sometimes our time is actually not aligned with our values. We need to kind of refocus that. Um, likewise, we only have 168 hours each week. It sounds like a ton because 168 hours is a ton of time. But when you actually sit and think about how how quickly a week can go, Right now, when I think about how quick a week goes in my life and how little time I spend with my kids or doing what I value, it kind of saddens me, actually, because a week can go by so fast. And it's important to make sure we reflect on each week and think about each week forward and how we can design each week forward to be more aligned with our values and priorities, to spend it most valuably and and most meaningfully uh, each week. So what do you choose to spend your time on? Do you choose to spend it on things that are fun, but are maybe passing? You know, they don't develop memories. They don't develop relationships. They don't um, nurture our, our family. 
Or do you choose to spend it on those things? You can have more time as a family. You can do more of what you love. It's just a matter of setting priorities and making choices. Now I can sit here and, you know, spout or preach or whatever you want to call it for, for much longer if I wanted about how to spend more, our, how our time can be spent more valuably, right? But if we don't get into practical uh, practice, then it doesn't matter. And so I want to spend the rest of the time now talking about a little exercise I've put together to help you focus your time for the next week on spending it more meaningfully and more valuably with your family. So let's jump in and figure out how to do that. Okay, so here's what you can do right now to help save you time and spend it more on your family and what's important to you, okay? Now, I can't actually focus you on what's important to you. I have a link in the show notes to an episode I did recently uh, called Living a Purpose-Driven Life. And check out that episode. I also have a link in that episode to a a free exercise on how to find your life purpose. So that can be very helpful in in focusing your day-to-day values and your day-to-day actions that work toward your life purpose. And you might have multiple values, right, that, that are part of your life purpose. And so it's important to encompass those values into your day-to-day life, week-to-week life. And that's really important. We can have these values, but if we don't set practical um tangible things in our weekly life, then it doesn't happen. It can be aspirations that never happen, right? So we have to actually set them into action by planning out our week or thinking about our week consciously, right? And so that's what I want to do here. So let's do what I'm calling a time usage exercise. It's not the prettiest name, but it works, okay? So here's what you're going to do. I want you to take some time. This will take you maybe 15 to 30 minutes. So I want you to take some time to sit down, maybe when it quiets down in the evening, and do this exercise. So come back to this episode, fast forward uh, to about 18 minutes into the show here, and, and, and start doing this exercise. So here's what you do first. And, and also, actually, I want to point out, if you don't have time to fast forward to the episode at this point, what you can do is check out the show notes. I have a bulleted list of this process right at the end of the show notes. So check out the show notes if you can't actually come back and listen. Okay, so here's how we start. First, write out a calendar, just a grid. This can be a simple Excel document or it can be a simple piece of paper. Just blocked out hour by hour for, for Sunday through Saturday. All right, so write out a calendar of how your week is currently filled. So fill it out, block out each hour, what you do each hour of each day of your week for your typical week. And by design, each of those hours has to be filled with something, right? So you can't just have open space because you don't just sit there and do nothing. Maybe you do. Maybe you meditate for some time. Well, if that's what you do specifically, if you sit there and do nothing and meditate, right, fill it in, schedule it in and show what you've done uh, on average for, you know, your past given week, right? So that's what I want you to do. Think about your typical week, not what you aspire to do, but what you do typically in a given week, okay? And and so block out each time, maybe color code them if that helps or whatever, but don't spend too much time on this. This is just to get a general idea of your time usage. And I'm guessing that you'll have some eye openers once you write it down and once you schedule it in and you take a look at it, 
you might be surprised at what you're spending certain amounts of your time on. So now let's look at our time usage and categorize it. I know this is very like a very right-brained exercise, but even if you're like a very kind of spacey person or whatever, this is probably even more helpful for you. So I really suggest you guys do this. Okay, so now look at your time usage and categorize it. So write a short list of each of those activities and kind of mark them off as what are so-called necessary activities, okay? And what are wants and what are obligations, okay? Now, the reason I've broken out obligations from necessary activities or necessities is that they can be different. So necessities are things like you pretty much kind of, I'd highly recommend you shower each week, all right? At least once a week, all right? So that would be what I would call a necessity. And likewise, eating food, okay? So things like that. Sleeping. So so those are necessities. Not watching This Is Us or Miami Vice, all right? Or, or even the A-Team, okay? Those are not necessities. Those are wants, okay? Now think about obligations. What are obligations? Well, something like, you know, going to church is something, it, you know, it's not necessary for life, but it's something that you've decided is an obligation in your life, okay? Um, perhaps. And, and so something like, um, going to your kid's soccer game, right? So you guys have decided that, um, soccer is important for your family. And, and so that becomes an obligation. Okay. So obligations are not necessary for your living, but they're something that you've decided as a priority. Okay. Now, maybe this isn't actually in line with your, your life priorities or your life purpose or your life, um, vision, but there are things that are currently uh, uh, a priority and that you're obligated to go to. You can't just start skipping soccer games because you'll get kicked out of the league, right? So um, those are the types of things that are obligations. Okay, so once you've kind of marked out these, now let's make a little short separate list of things you would like to include in weekly activities. Maybe it's enjoying a good read-aloud book with your kids. (laughs) Maybe it's enjoying a good read-aloud book by yourself. (laughs) Um, Maybe, sorry, I totally distracted myself just based on the thought of sitting there reading books aloud to myself. Um, (laughs) um, Maybe it is, um, you know, spending more time just playing outside with your kids. Okay, there they could be very um, seemingly simple things, but things that are very important, right? Maybe it's spending one hour a week at some sort of um, social outreach program uh, or environmental organization or something like that. Um, so, what are the things that are are important to you that you want to start doing that you maybe currently are not doing that are aligned with your life purpose, your life values? Uh, or your life vision, okay? So various things that are important to you, that are meaningful to you, that are important to your legacy uh, once we fast forward through the rest of our life and look backward, okay? So then once we kind of make a short list of some of those things, maybe it's a long list, okay? Maybe you have a lot of aspirations. Now we need to be realistic, right? We only have 168 hours a week, 24 hours a day. A good chunk of that's taken up by the necessities of sleep and eating, right? And then obligations such as work, okay? So with that precious little amount of time that's left, we need to focus that time onto some of those important things. So how much time for each of these things and which are most important? 
And we start right now with the most important things. And I would say just the most important one thing. Okay, so what's the one thing we want to do? And next, what we do is determine what current activities can either be reduced in the amount of time they consume or totally eliminated if they're not necessary. Okay, so this could be taking away Miami Vice and not watching it anymore or watching it once, you know, every two weeks or something. And while the baby is up in the middle of the night. Okay, that's kind of what happens right now. Um, So maybe we could also reduce some activities. So what we've done, for example, to free up some of our time is I am kind of a coffee snob, especially because we drink a lot of it now that our um now that we have children, okay? <laughs> and so being a coffee snob, I only enjoy freshly roasted coffee beans from a nice artisan roastery that's ground fresh right before brewing. Now grinding using a mechanical grinder is really loud and wakes up the kids. So what do I do? Well, of course, being a snob, I have a little hand grinder that I sit there and physically use a ceramic burr grinder that I turn by hand to grind my little boutique cups of coffee. I know I sound like a super snob right now, but trust me, it's so good. All right. (laughs) Now, what we've decided, though, is that's that's way too much work in the morning. And so what we've done instead is we go to our local artisan coffee roaster and we pick up a pound of coffee that they grind there for us and then we use it over the next couple weeks now it doesn't taste quite as good as my freshly ground coffee in the morning but it tastes a heck of a lot better than the stuff you pick it up at the supermarket so it's kind of a nice compromise all right so by reducing the amount of time that's taken to grind that coffee each morning it adds up a significant amount and i have more time back in the morning to eat breakfast with my children. And that's something that's very important to me, is to spend time with my children before I go leave for work each day. And I can leave them with a smile, and I'm smiling at the same time, usually. <laughs> and usually my wife's smiling too. <laughs> Not always if, if you know we all kind of wake up in the wrong way. But here's the reality. I get to spend time with what I value in the morning because I've chosen to reduce the amount of time of something else that was time consuming. So what can you do likewise? So can you reduce something or totally eliminate it? All right. Now that we've done that exercise, or now that you plan to do that exercise, I want you to, if you haven't had the chance right now, you probably like driving or something or cutting the grass, hopefully not too much, too often. (laughs) Um, Or, uh, You know, something you're probably doing another activity because that's when most people listen to a podcast, right? You don't sit in your lounge chair usually and listen to a podcast. If you do, I'm not insulting you. Thank you for spending that time with me. Okay, but here's the thing. Let's schedule in when you can do this exercise because you probably aren't doing it right now. I get that, and I'm not going to judge you for it. So when can you do it? Is it this evening? Can you do it this evening for 15 minutes or 30 minutes? Can you get your spouse on board to do it with you? Maybe you guys can go out to dinner together and and kind of do this thing, right, together. Uh, Maybe you can just kind of pencil in some things, think about your values. um, And if you aren't clear on what your values are, go and check out that other episode. So Living a Purpose-Driven Life. I believe it's episode 30. Uh, So go check it out, all right? It's in the link in the show notes. Check that one out first. 
then come back here, schedule your time accordingly based on your purpose, based on your values, okay? And also make sure it's encompassing what the values are for your family together, right? Because those might be a little different. Okay, so when can you do this exercise? Think about it, schedule it in, and then do it. Commit to it, okay? That's the most important thing here is committing to action and taking the space to schedule your life more deliberately. We get so caught up in not doing things deliberately and get caught up in the routine instead. And let, next thing we know, a month has gone by, a year has gone by, right? And we're still in the same space in our lives. That's not what we want, okay? That's not why we're here. Okay, so now I'm going to step to the next piece and ask, what can you change today? Okay, now that we've committed to scheduling our week better, what can you do today? Okay, choose one activity today that matters. Okay, what's one thing you can do today, right now, later on this evening, whatever it is, what can you do today that matters? So is it just simply going and spending a few minutes talking with your spouse? and actually sincerely wondering how their day is going. Maybe it's doing the same with your kids, asking them how their day went. Maybe it's just spending time with your, maybe you have a baby in the house, right? Spending a few minutes just being there for your baby and not thinking about anything else. Being present is important. Okay, what's something you can do today that matters? Okay. Maybe it's calling up a a family member you haven't talked about or talked to in a while. Maybe you've talked about them but haven't talked to them. Um, Choose one activity today that matters, okay? And likewise, because our time is limited, right? We have something has to give if we fill something in today. So, in tandem, what's one extra thing that can wait until tomorrow? Maybe it's just waiting one extra day to do the laundry. Maybe it's waiting one extra day to cut the grass. Maybe it's cooking a meal today that lasts two days or stretching out a meal one more day and then cooking something tomorrow that doubles up, right? What's one extra thing that can wait until tomorrow? And I want to leave you with this. Remember, it is up to you what you choose to do with your time, and who you choose to spend it with. I'll say that one more time. Remember, it's up to you what you choose to do with your time and who you choose to spend it with. Make sure you check out the links in the show notes uh, today. So there's a link to Living with Purpose and Passion. There's also a link to, and so they, again, that's episode 30 if you go just straight through the podcast episodes. Also check out episode 32 about what my grandma taught me about our time here. And that's very important. I also have a link to that awesome book, How to Train a Train. And also check out uh, books by Dr. Seuss. Pretty much everybody knows Dr. Seuss, but if you don't, check them out. And also Richard Scarry's book, uh, Cars and Trucks and Things That Go. It's an awesome book. All right. Next check out my consultation special. Use code FALL2018 at checkout if you want to save uh, through the end of October. Today's plant is the hen and chicks or the hen witties plant. Um, 
check that out if you're interested. A great family plant. <laughs> also, um, as always, go on over to ely.how slash free. I have tons of free offers there or free giveaways there. Basically, these are resources that help you save time in your landscaping. Uh, also, how to find um, what you're passionate about in your life. So these things actually tie together because spending more time on what you're passionate about also drives you to spend less time on your landscaping. So that's what I do here is I help you spend uh, less time on your landscaping, but having a beautiful landscape, not that nasty, overgrown, ugly yard that uh you know everybody hates but actually having a beautiful landscape that you don't have to spend tons of time on so that's what you can figure out over at ely.how slash free i have a link in the, all these things in the show notes if you have a question you want to ask me uh you can also ask me a question there there's a link right there to contact me uh you can also check me out on facebook twitter or pinterest so links to all these things in the show notes guys check it out so you you should have a link uh, in your podcast feed there. Uh, if the links aren't working there, you can go to ely.how slash episode 38 and you'll find all the info there. Likewise, you'll find the outline for today's show. So when you um, come back this evening to do this exercise or this weekend with your spouse to do this exercise, you can just check out the show notes as well and I'll have the, all the information there. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in and make sure you live with passion and make tomorrow better than today. <laughs>